ready in Chumash. Arba, Shalosh, Shtaim. Where my mom's, where my mom's, where my mom's at? Where my mom's wearing thongs, hitting bongs at? Raising kids, cleaning shits, need a long nap. Where my mom's, where my mom's, where my mom's at? Where my mom's at podcast! With Christina P. Ah! What up, doggies? I'm reading these follow-ups. I I can't thank Sarah Weinshank enough for coming up with the term low-T king. It's really been making my <laughs> couple of weeks. Hi, welcome to the show. I have a couple of dates coming up. I think we're all... Those are gone. Chicago, Illinois, April 29th, one night only. Milk, Milk Jockey Jizz Conson, Turner Hall Ballroom, April 30th. And Charlestown, West Virginia, May 13th, one night. And then I do uh, Comedy Works in Denver, September 14th, 15th, and 16th. I'm so stoked for that. ChristinaPOnline.com for tickets. Also, please buy my new lipstick if you haven't already. Uh, Christina P's Perfect Red. I've been wearing red lipstick since puberty, and they all suck. So I made my own. It's from Italy. It's uh, the most beautiful, luxurious thing, and it, it's got a magnetic cap so it doesn't open in your purse and destroy everything so get that at uh, christina p online okay with me is one of my favorite comedians humans and mothers rachel feinstein oh, i'm so happy to be here Man. i love this room it's I like know. the most soothing satisfying room thank you I'm, I'm glad you feel that way because some people get freaked out because this is like my teenage dream yes yes this is what i would have wanted my room to look like when i was a teenager and Were i you saw angry? you say how you still listen to the same music and so do yes. i yes yeah, it's you all do? the same yes i just listened to like deeply ignorant like hip-hop from the late 90s yeah <laughs> that's the best era. i just like anybody that yeah raps about like atlanta and stuff like that yeah <laughs> Atlanta. Just punching puss in Atlanta. Punching pusses. Yes. <laughs> I love that. So, so Rachel, gosh, we've, I've known you for like forever. I feel like since, I don't know, 15 years on and on. Like I met you like around 08 and then, but you're an East coast comic. So mm-hmm. it's like East coast, West coast. We only cross paths. The last time we did was, uh, we did Amy Schumer's Netflix thing. Yes. What was yeah. that called? Parental control. Parental, parental advisory. advisory. Parental advisory. I should know. I never have any information about what I'm doing, but I never do either, and I don't care. I'm like, what? What time do I just show up? Sure, don't care. I mean, I care, but I don't like. I'm just like, yeah, I'll be there. Yeah, it was one of those weird like L.A. taping vibes where you're just backstage, and I just wanted to be near comedians and not near like any like agent, any manager, anybody that would say like something like optics or (laughs) optics. I was like, I don't want to hear the word optics. I don't want to hear. Shall I ping somebody? Put a pin in it. It's my favorite. Infuriates me. Circle back. Circle the wagons was one time. I had a manager once that spoke in all those awful euphemisms to the point where I would go, (laughs) I don't understand what you're saying. I know. Talk to me like I'm a, a total retarded person because I don't know these phrases. It makes me so angry. Yeah. yeah. Exciting space is one that I hear <laughs> a lot from my manager. Exciting Infuriates space. me. If you say exciting, exciting space to me, space. that means you're about to reject me. You're going to tell me that, that somebody's a fan that I've probably known for like 30 years. Oh, yes. There's a a fa- fan. They're a fan. And this is a really exciting space. <laughs> and that to, when somebody says exciting space, I just see somebody walking softly out of the room and closing the door and locking it from the outside. <laughs> yeah. Or when yeah. Your, your agent or manager called, they love you. <laughs> they just, they love you, but... Yeah, you're like, well, if they loved me, they would have cast me. In exactly. If they loved me, they would have had me. They don't love me. No, stop, they always stop want me out of the building. Yeah. They don't even want me to use the fucking vending machines. They want me out. 
And not so, to leave any debris behind yeah. either. They don't want traces of me. They no. don't care for that either. They're not a whiff of Rachel left. <laughs> they want me all the way out. Yeah. I went to an audition once and I heard this woman talking to oh. that she got, I'm sure she got it, whatever it was. And I didn't, very much didn't. They wanted me out the door again. But I heard her say, it was like an actress in LA. And she said to the woman, um, as she was leaving, she goes to the lady auditioning her. I am like weirdly obsessed with you. And I was like, can you imagine, A, having the level of ludicrous confidence to saying that to somebody that just auditioned you, like the level of fake, the cocktail of fakeness and confidence. And I was like, she's going to be successful because she could look at her in the eyes and say that so effortlessly. She was just like, I'm like... I'm weirdly like, obsessed with you. And I'm, I'm so sick of these words that come into... I'm, for a while, everybody was ADD. I'm yeah. like, I'm so edited. I'm obsessed with I'm obsessed with her. And you're like, no, you're not. You're not obsessed. That's no, you're not. It's disorder. all lies. Yeah. And I feel like that voice, you can hear a certain voice and you just know right away. And I mean... I do at least. I'll just hear a voice and I just know it's pointless twat. Like it's never you hear there's some voices you hear and it's never like, oh, it's stem cell research. No, it's like there's nothing twat. there. You're you're twat. vacant. Gosh, you're right about this audacity. I've always I've always at least well anyway, I shouldn't say always. I overcame it, but I think there was always the point in my early career where I felt not entitled. To things mm. and I know what you're talking about there are those people that are just so good at being like I'm here I'm ready and I'm the best and you're like oh I want some of that yes like, where do I get I do that? want it I do want it in my in my own formula like I want I can't do it like that I can't say those things but I can't lie to people like that yeah no that's, that's a wild lie. daily lying oh well, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah that's I mean she doesn't know this bit like from anything yeah, and she and she knows that this woman probably knows she doesn't know her, and that it's almost like they both agree to do that with each other, you know. But there's something about being flattered that unconsciously does work. Yeah, even if you know they're lying to you, you're kind of like, I still like you, even though you're a piece of shit. Me too. Flattering. Yeah, me. I'll take any compliment from it. That works immediately <laughs> on me, for sure. Yeah, I know. I'm such a basic bitch. Oh, I'm so me too. Basic. And my husband like doesn't compliment. So like, if somebody else compliments oh, yeah. me, I immediately think that they're falling in love with me or have feelings for me. <laughs> I've been told many times, like, I, actually, we were t- we were shooting oh, that gosh. special years ago, Women Who Kill. Yeah. And there was, like, a producer on it. And I was, like, I thought we were having, like, a series of, of kind of, like, sensual moments together. Yeah. And I told, like, Amy and Nikki, they were, like, no, he's gay. Like, he's just getting you ready for camera. Like, he's saying a few uh, nice things. And I was, like, I thought like, I was being courted. It. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> courted. That's, that felt just emotionally, like, I was, my bin <sighs> was so empty. I know what you mean. I feel, and especially because you and I both married alphas. Your husband is a firefighter, which yeah. is very masculine. Yeah. Very attractive. I feel like we have a kind of a similar type. Yeah. Like, it's just a, man's man. Like, a man's alpha. man. Yeah. Just like meat eating very um emotionally unavailable very mm-hmm. attractive that way when yeah. they're shut down like that shut down yeah so yeah. <laughs> you nope. have a kid <laughs> <laughs> yeah because i've heard you talk about your type and i'm like yeah it's very similar like i like yeah. a guy that just yeah emotionally he's a desert just yeah. pretty <laughs> yeah Pussy. just a dusty kind of yeah <laughs> Well, yeah, but it's because I'm don't I don't know. I have a really hard time with my own feelings. Mm -hmm. And then you become a mother, which you are. You guys have a two and a half year old girl. And it's like that's the job of parenting is to navigate this being's emotions with them so that they don't grow up to be stunted idiots like we are. Uh, Yeah. I don't know. It's all very complicated. Do you did your what was your dad like? Was he like that at all? (laughs) 
Uh, yeah, my dad was Eastern European. Was yeah. he's still alive? Uh, Eastern European shut down. Very a lot, lot, lot of stuff happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And same with you. Yeah, my dad's like he's. Um, very liberal intellectual sort of if you can call it that probably i mean he flicks his own head like he's something's wrong but he's like memorized a large part of the dictionary he's a blues musician he plays like zydeco accordion and all these instruments by ear beautifully amazing and he was like a civil rights lawyer for all these years but would call me like roxanne what you know what i mean like doesn't emotionally he's like he was in a rush when he walked me down the aisle he's like oh come on let's go He's just like neurotic and not able to, you know, he's never said like, I love you, you know, like. Because I I thought maybe you had like a low T king on your hands, kind of like a cat guy, but he's not. No, he's, you mean my dad? Yeah, I was yeah. hoping you had he's, a, a He's like, guy. he's like flaccid in the sense, it's weird to just say flaccid <laughs> about my dad. Good word. But I meant it more as a character trait. But like in that, like he would never know how to, I went opposite because he would never know how to like operate a fuse box or, you know, he's right. like a, yeah, he's like a Jew named Howie. He has like a never ending right. sinus infection. Right. <laughs> you know, like he can't like fix things or address any kind of like manly problem. No, he's always sort of like groaning and napping a lot. But yeah, but he's emotionally um, checked out. Checked out. Okay, okay, good, yes. good, good. So, got that. <laughs> yeah, well, I think it's hard to find any man in in our father's generation that is emotionally checked in. I don't think That's that good point. Yeah. that even existed. Like this, no, is the it first has generation. nothing to do with like. Yeah, you're right. It has nothing to do with like strong or kind or like they just didn't have. They could have all those things, but emotionally, they had no idea what was going on. Nobody. Yeah. I don't feel like I don't know if anybody did until like the 80s when I because I, I, I for some reason I remember like Woody Allen movies when he would mm-hmm. reference therapy my th- my analyst says and you're like yeah. oh so therapy's for like rich, rich New Yorkers New Yorker yeah. yes I thought the same thing growing up yeah, yeah. like yeah. only the elite can go to an analyst and then yeah me Gen X and I don't know if you're I'm yes. 46 like you yeah the, we all went to therapy and now we're like oh our parents were really shut down and oh this isn't so I don't know. They didn't have a, a shot. Yes, I'm Gen X too, and my mom. Yeah. My mom became a therapist, but but I de- but I she remember did? hearing those. Yes. Oh my god! So then, how did their dynamic change once she became? Because you have to go through therapy yourself in order to become. A I feel therapist. like she skips that part. <laughs> <laughs> there is. I. I'm like mom with the. Th- you know, like I feel like she somehow found a. Yeah, she a likes loophole. to talk about other people's heaviness and darkness and tragedy like if you told her my mother a dark thing she would listen like this there would be like a leg up i love it you know like anything about you know i know you like from what you've shared about your childhood like you went through some shit darkness karen would be crawling across she would do like a horse crawl across the table at you and just listen like this so she loves to talk about other people's like suffering and heaviness but very few boundaries that would one would assume would be there between like a mother and daughter you know so she was all in your kool-aid she was enmeshed and, and yeah more like yeah. with other people she would talk to me a lot about you know like racial suffering and like world dark <laughs> shit happening in the world and it's it was a lot yeah it was she was intense that's yeah. so funny because i was just thinking this morning about how i was my mother's therapist as you a child yeah. yeah and and but the, the the strange part is is how good that actually felt as a kid because you felt I felt so special and chosen and like oh yeah like hearing grown up stuff is pretty cool I'm sure it has <laughs> something to do with like why maybe we're both like a treat whatever comedy and wanting to like share and adult conversations being intoxicating yeah, yeah. 
My friend said it was Jessica Kirsten said it was called I trauma bonding when yeah. somebody tells you something that you're like not supposed to know and you feel most connected to them that way. Oh yeah, totally. And I definitely do that to my own degree. I'm much more conscious of not doing that as a mother because like yeah. there was none of that. But I do that with people. Like you know, yeah. I have like a joke about it, but like a stranger will smile at me at a CVS and I'll be like, I've never felt seen by my father. Like you know, like I right away. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, I, but that's what I thought was bonding because that's the way my mom connected, but she was telling yes. me something. Oh, something terrible and scary terrible. and terrifying. And then you had to f- hold her feelings for her. Mm-hmm. Ugh. It's a lot. It's exhausting. <laughs> it's a lot. And then did your mom do this where you go, we would go on a p- play date or something and she would pick me up and just tell me some sort of weird, dark, heavy information about the woman that I... <laughs> Their the divorce. Yeah, they had a divorce and her C-section. Yeah, like something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I had the opposite. Where I'm trying to think. My dad hated. Like they just hated everybody. My parents. Really? Yeah. So they talked a lot of shit. Like I remember one time there was this dad who was like the raddest dad. He was just effeminate, and he had a ponytail, and he would make us smoothies in the morning when I slept over at the mm-hmm. daughter's house, and like my dad would just be like, "This guy's a." And I'm like, um, he's, he's not gay. He's married. Like, yeah, he's just like a nice, caring man. So they just hated everybody. Yeah, my mom would try. She would tell me adult stuff. But would they tell you like funny trash talking? Were they funny? Your parents? So funny. Yeah. So funny. But that comes from being hard and and having to deal with shit. Were your parents funny? My was dad Howie? was really funny. My mom is. Yeah, she's a little. She's intense, but she's. But my dad is very funny. I mean, dark doesn't know his audience funny. So like he um, <laughs> <laughs> like says wildly unacceptable things. To I love people. that. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm I just like, uh, so I had a buzzing anxiety and fear near him because I just had no idea what the fuck Howie was going to say yeah. next. What's a good Howie? What's what's like? Well, a- he had a band called the Vomitones when we were growing up <laughs> and they <laughs> everything about the Vomitones humiliated me. Now I'm like, think it's a hilarious name. But at the time I was like, can I just have like a normal dad yeah. that smells reasonable? That's not yeah. in the fucking Vomitones. They had a tour called Hands Across Uranus that was just like two <laughs> dive bars in Michigan. I'm I like, there's not it. there's no tour. But um, he would go and he mooned um, him and his friends like moon this entire uh, it was multicultural night at my school and my dad like applied to be part of multicultural night saying he was there to represent like the rich traditions of Ghana. It was just like two Jews <laughs> from Bethesda. And then after they played blue moon, um, I think my dad didn't moon that night, but everybody else mooned. Yeah. And my dad said it was cause his butt was too sweaty on the piano, but he often did moon and howl. My dad oh, howled a lot. Yeah, so funny. they would do certain numbers, and my dad would just howl, and my people would be like, I thought I saw your dad howling at Nordstrom because he did piano, <laughs> some played piano at Nordstrom sometimes, and would howl afterwards. Oh, my God. <laughs> and then he, so he had another, um, like when he worked at Department of Justice, he was a federal prosecutor for a while. Oh, my God. And they, like, roasted smart. him when he left. Yeah, he's very smart, but emotionally, again, like, yeah. nothing, you know, like, yeah. called me Roxanne a lot, you know? So he, they roasted him when he left Department of Justice. And um, one of the things they said was that um, I guess there was one guy that worked there and my dad would write him a lot of emails and, and sign him Father fucking Feinstein. <laughs> and he would say to him, hey, he always had this priest character, Father Feinstein, you know, hey, David, what a, what a week it's been. I was able to just fuck a bushload of, of kids. Um, such a good week. <laughs> just baskets of ass were delivered to me by he... <laughs> 
invite Jesus Christ himself I and praise it. Jesus because he just gave me such a buttload of ass to run through. And then oh apparently David would write back like, Howie, love the emails, really funny, but if you could just just bump them on over to my personal email address because <sighs> my my secretary does read <gasps> some of the priest <gasps> fucking emails that you send so very regularly. <laughs> and my dad's famous for this, Christina. He goes... He says this every time I've asked him to stop saying something to somebody or something that's really not okay because he doesn't know when he's offending people. You know, yeah, people will yeah, leave yeah. him horrified. He goes, David, that must have been so hard for, for you to discuss with me. And I want you to know that I hear you and I apologize and that it's not going to happen again. He's, he says these, this whole monologue oh and then he looks at him and he says, I respect your religion. I respect all religions. And this is a silly joke. But it's a joke that I should have had better context for. And I hear you. Next day, without interruption, just the very same emails. <laughs> oh, what a week it's been. Praise Jesus. I was just able to fuck a bushel this week. That's amazing. Yeah. But see, I, I know when that's your dad, that that's mortifying. Because you just want, when you're a kid, you yes. want your parents to be normal. Just normal. You just be, just shut the fuck up and be normal. But as a citizen of the world, I really love people that fuck with other people like that. I just. Why? What do you think? Because uh, I'm so bored with We're everyone. Bored. Yeah, yeah. And you know what I mean? Like, it, I, especially in the parenting world now, like oh, you'll, you'll, once you're in your kids in school and you'll see it, like, I'm just, I just want to meet that other parent. Me too. With a sense I'm of humor. I'm in that so bad right yeah, now. Like, so bored. So bored. Yeah. So isolated. I want to yeah. say something foul. I want to hear somebody else say something foul. <laughs> I say something foul way too fast. Yeah, yeah, me too. Like, just good personality. So when you fuck with the Matrix a little bit the way your dad does, is he alive still? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, it's just fun to fuck with the Matrix. Like, on YMH, we um, we started this thing where we go through a drive-thru and you tell the person you love them. Like, thanks, Mommy. I love I you. I love shit like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. That's what I mean. I like, love that, yeah. Well, it doesn't hurt anybody. A, you're telling someone you love them. It's an, it's an intrinsically good thing. And, like, that email, it's not gonna... Who's that really harming? It's just a gag. Yeah. So, yeah, just fucking shit up. Just just. My dad um, emailed their, their uh, temple... And my mom, they have a shared email address. My mom got really mad at him because she saw their outgoing message, his outgoing. Apparently the rabbi was a little off and my mom thought my dad must have said something. So she went through the oh. sent folder and apparently my dad signed an email to his rabbi, your humble fucking servant. Which <laughs> 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 is a great way to sign an email to anyone. And my mom was like, well, we weren't invited to the damn Hanukkah party because your father thought it was funny to email your humble fucking servant. And apparently he wrote back the rabbi to my dad and was like, have I done something to offend you? How is such a reasonable question? And my dad wrote back, relax, I'm from California. <laughs> wow. Which is true. Yeah. Californians are way less. And he, he had... Like oh he had a God. car that would humiliate me like, oh my God, Christina, it was none of the doors and any of the, none of the doors worked. It was an old Datsun that my dad called the Feinstein barf mobile because my brother puked in it Ugh. so many times. All we had was the back door that my dad would put up with the broomstick Ugh. and we would all have to climb <laughs> through the back. And then he would just honk the horn with the old Feinstein uh, barf mobile pulling up. It's so much humiliation. So much. Just so much. But that made you funny. And I said Feinstein and it's Feinstein. Fuck. It's okay. I'm sorry. Um, so much humiliation. Mm. And it makes you it makes you funny though. It makes you weird. It makes you feel weird. I think as you go to school and you're like, nobody's got it the way I do at home. Yes, I always felt that. When I even smell a school now, 
Yeah. I feel like ugh, it brings back just so much horror. All those drop offs, all those Howie yeah. drop offs with the fucking, I bet. you know, hands across your anus shirt, all of it. <laughs> and I'm so afraid to start in a school with my daughter because I feel like I'm just like, I don't know, I'm going to have to navigate a school. Like I was yeah. a terrible student. School still freaks me out. Have you Have your, yeah. your kids in school now? Yeah, yeah. So like, yeah, you have to pretend to like, be a civilized adult which Mm -hmm. is crazy now what's really cool is like where we send our kids they know who tom and i are and they're like yeah we love you and i'm like okay thank god that i don't have to pretend to be a normal human being Mm -hmm. um but yeah there's this there's just bullshit where you get emails about your kids behavior or something you're like really this is a fucking thing like yeah or like just like stupid you're so stupid and the parents are fucking square pegs and yeah i haven't found my parents yet like i'm I live, I'm in Queens now in Massbeth and it's, uh, we have this little, like, we go to this little tumbling class in, in Williamsburg and that I just had to stop going to because all the other kids, they sit in this perfect circle, just these ethereal mothers, like with this wispy <laughs> fucking gowns. And my kid just is a darter. She doesn't respect that circle. <laughs> she just gets up and she's like, peace. And then I want to address it because it's so funny to me yeah. that she's yeah. just I'm like, ah, she's, she's a like, hole in the team, right? Like yeah. I try to make jokes about it and yeah. they're all, they don't want to make eye contact with no, me. No, I know, man. See, and here's the weird thing is that I thought that once you had kids, it yeah. puts you in like a cool sorority of like, yes. we've all, we've all suffered. Suffered, right like that's what i would do i would give the woman eyes i would share yeah, my I'd own be like oh it's fucking kid. yeah i know no one does it i know why not i don't i'm no just fun. learning christina so i don't no know fun. what's going on yet no fun you got to find the one mom that's like <laughs> and then yeah you're like, then you're fun it's it's tough man it's tough i know i know bro and she sneezed like a few times and and, and like i told her to sneeze into her arm you know but she probably sprayed one kid i'm sure yeah, she did and that's like, what happens Normal. and they and i said i hope it's okay and you know she but she's okay and then they just gave me a very gentle i think we both feel a little safer if she was maybe not in the class today maybe Stop. she just needs to be tended to tended to tended somehow hurts so much to. more than like cared for or raised just like yeah. you haven't tended to your own child that's tended why she sneezed to. tended to is very old timing mean, like a butler yeah. tends to like it wouldn't no. have occurred to me I was such a deep pig in their mind that it wouldn't mom. have occurred to me to tend yeah. to my own daughter much less care about it shit tend. mom see I yeah. think what it is is like that those early like mommy and me tumbling classes all that fucking shit you do I think the moms are either a just too exhausted. I don't know, mm-hmm. or like trying to be perfect. Because mm-hmm. <clears throat> now, now that I'm the second kid in, and I see the other moms that have like two or three kids, we don't. They don't pretend. Like there's yeah. a, there's an age where you're like fuck it, dude. Like we're so tired. Everybody just gets worn out. I don't know. The Williamsburg is a whole culture. It's a lot. I don't, I, I, that's where you, is that where you live? We live in Masbeth. We go to a thing in, in Williamsburg, but, Ma- and Masbeth is all, you know, cops and firefighter families. Okay. And they're very like, it's like old school queen, like multi-generational that's families. Cool. So it's really cool in some ways that they're not like uptight, but in other ways, I'm just such an outsider. I'm like this weird <laughs> whore that takes Ubers. Like they don't take Ubers. Like they, they, they have cars, you know, like. I don't know if they know what I'm doing at night or what. I'm just some strange, like, yeah. foul bitch to them, yeah, I yeah, think. Yeah, so, yeah. But I haven't started school yet. So I just, I when I do, hopefully I'll find <sighs> those worst. people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just have to find a school. I just say find the culture that you identify with the most. Honestly, because those are the peeps. You know what I mean? Yes. The, oh, God. But yeah, it's just a whole fucking thing. It's a whole, I mean, I could, 
And, and with the parks, too, I feel like about. there's this etiquette that oh, I can't really catch I, a wave at a park. Same Z's. Yeah. I've tried so many times to make friends with other moms in the parks. Mm-hmm. I think it's that age because there's just so everybody's so like, just keep them alive. Oh, God, I got like yeah. you, you're so like traumatized from just having a kid. Mm-hmm. I think you're still not relaxed into parenthood yet. Maybe that has something to do I, with that's it. That's definitely true because we also had the baby in COVID and my husband. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Had, and he was on the job and he's he's so the other direction of. I'm, we're both not anal, don't pretty relax and maybe too relaxed in certain yeah. ways. But he's like, he some sort of safety thing is missing in his brain. People are always <laughs> like, oh, you must feel so safe. You live married to a firefighter. It's yeah, the opposite. Like he doesn't even flag, you know, like, because like one time I came in and she was like six months and she was just like sucking a carrot. I'm like, she can't eat that. No. And he's like, and he goes, I know infant CPR. I'm like, you're not supposed to have it on the ready. You deep moron. So it's so much nicer that she's at this age now where she's like, yeah, he doesn't have to like, you know, he's not in charge of quite as much of those small particulars. So I think the other reason I was bombing a lot at the park was that people probably saw Pete do like a lot of alarming things with Frankie (laughs) and they were probably like, oh, you have to take some space. He's better with this age. Like he didn't know, like he had her on the swing one day, just like seven months. He was trying to teach her. I'm like, there's no teaching. There's no teaching yet. yet. There's no teaching. She doesn't have the back muscle. Not yet. Yeah. You know what I do now? So I think too, it could have been a California thing. When Mm -hmm. I took my two boys out in public, I do feel like I got stink eyed a lot Mm -hmm. because I'm one of those moms where like, I don't give a fuck, dude. Like mm-hmm. any macaroni and it's all over me and it's all over the floor. I'm like, I'm just going to tip the waiter well and be like, I'm sorry. I'll see you next time. I just, I let the chips fall. Yes. I'm not going to, I'm not going to worry. And I do feel like California, maybe New York moms are similar where they're just like, oh my God. Like, but then in Texas, I, the, the culture here is way freer. Like there's, so that you can just be cool here. You can like, be a fucking asshole. Like here, there's this place called County Line <laughs> Barbecue. Take your kid there. <laughs> There's there's one that's got the city view and then one uh-huh. on the lake. Go to the lake one, bro. Literally, there's a dock where your kid can fucking lay down, touch turtles, throw turtle food and feed fishes. Oh, that's, this is touch awesome. Touch everything and then go to the table and eat ribs. Yeah, like, and, and my kids are monsters and everybody is like, aren't they adorable? Just look at those boys. Like, they don't. <laughs> give a shit there's there's places in austin where you're meant to take your shitty kids we're gonna take her to barbecue tonight that'll be great that oh, is, i really want to do that then do this what She'll, is it it's called county line on the lake so there's oh, two yeah. properties go to the lake one so that way she can uh feed the the, the little animals she loves See animals them? she oh. loves chasing around animal stuff she's super into that. it yeah that'd be great because i feel like i need that lo- looser vibe yeah with, with everything i just I don't want somebody i don't know it's tough, dude. I mean, so two and a half, you're really in the fucking weeds. How's her temperament? She's, she, I, we do a lot of like bribing. Yeah. And of course. threats of bribes being taken away. Someone told me that's called a thrive or something. So we yep. either bribe or threaten to yep. take away a bribe. Sure. Works. But Works. Yeah. So everything's bribing. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. She's really like, really super extroverted, but she's an only child. So mm-hmm. she's, I feel guilty about that, but um, Why? like she goes to the firehouse because I want she needs more social interaction than she has. She goes to a daycare, but I need to start getting like play dates and stuff. You know, yeah, like she's I have to teach her that like men are bad and stuff. Like <laughs> <laughs> they're inherently evil. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> stranger like, danger. Yeah, no, because she goes to the firehouse and it's cute, but she like leans on the other firefighters and stuff. But I'm like, oh, I have to tell her like you can't yeah. just like lean on strange men. But. Oh. Yeah. yeah, can I tell you what I do with my boys? What do you do? I do like drills where I'll be really? like, who's allowed to touch your penis? Mom and the doctor and dad. Great. What's the number for emergency? 911. What's so your smart. address? Ba-da-da-da-da-da. I just drill them. 
I need help like this. Do we smoke cigarettes? No. Do we do drugs? No. Do we have good credit? (laughs) Yeah. Do we go to college? Yeah. Like you just, you drill them. Oh, it's the other one. You have a four-year-old. Four and seven. I started around two, two and a half. Who could touch your privates? <laughs> yes, I need that. I need advice. People Drill. always say they don't want your advice to keep your advice at home. Uh, I'm like, no. Tell me what to do. <laughs> That's all Take I know. Take my shoulders, point me in the right directions. I've always liked that. I've always liked a woman that fucking knows her shit. <sighs> I didn't do, I didn't read a book when I was pregnant. I didn't research no? shit. No, because I just knew that I needed like one fucking bitch at SoulCycle <laughs> that was like, so I need that person it's that's true. like, you got to buy this shampoo yep. or all your hair will fall out. Yep. I'm like, I know she's done more she's research than me. Like, she knows. Yep. That's what I did with being pregnant. I'm like, what do I do? Where do I? I didn't give a shit about, I didn't want to have some like gentle birth. No, I wanted just like, yeah. me- I wanted to be crunching on drugs. It was Sames. just all vanity and as least disruption to my body as possible. Yeah. How was your birth? I had a C-section, planned nice. C-section. Woo, yeah. that's rad. I'm worth it. <laughs> That's so great. And so was it everything you wanted it to be? Yes. I mean, (sighs) they were talking while they were patching me up. Now, this was in the height of COVID. So and Pete was, you know, in on the job the whole time. So it was a weird time. Nobody really knew what what was going on yet. And we had to change hospitals three times. And as they're doing Why my do you have surgery, to change hospitals three times. Because they weren't allowing like spouses in the delivery room. Oh, for fuck's sake. So it was sake. such a bitch. It was ridiculous. Yeah. So um they so we were just like quarantined whatever and then he was working so i was worried he wasn't going to be allowed in if he was positive you know yeah or um or even out they were saying maybe not at all so with all that stress while they were doing my surgery here's what i was thinking about here's what a deep deep pig i am (laughs) while they were (laughs) doing my surgery i heard the nurse the doctor (laughs) talking to each other and she goes she wants a tiny scar and the doctor goes i know she told me that like a hundred (laughs) times And here's a hot tip they gave from a foul beast. They gave me a tiny scar. So I'm like, all you have to do is just be a twat. And ask. And I kept bothering them that that's what I was thinking about. It's so shameful. And the height of all this other shit was get me that tiny scar. And I just bothered and bothered. I didn't want any kind of tub or anything. And that's great if you want a tub or grapes. No, you're right. You're smart. Mm -hmm. You know what? Because I learned that too on the first kid. So did you fucking know? So by the way, I had a planned C-section that didn't Mm -hmm. go as planned because I ended up going into labor. So oh, I didn't get my thing. That's I not know. fair. It was so unfair. Now so, I remember your joke about it. That so was hilarious. So fucked up. Yeah. So so uh, anyway. Oh, so what I did with the doctors is I before I knew I go when when do I get the drugs? Whenever you want, because mm-hmm. on the first whatever labor, some some docs don't give you the drugs right away. They wait until your X amount yeah. dilated. And I found out that you can find doctors that will give you drugs the fucking minute you want them, ladies. Just so you know. So when you meet your OB. When you're pregnant, ask them, when do I get the drugs? The correct answer is whenever you want. That's number one. Ooh, and number two, did you know those fuck faces? They trick you, the doctors. They turn down your epidural when you're pushing. Why? So Why? that you can feel the contractions. And I fucking knew it because um, my first kid, I was Why pushing him out. Feel it? I don't understand. So that, that it goes faster. So because you push into the contractions. So the second kid, I fucking knew that. And I go, do not turn down my epidural. You keep that bitch on. And you just tell me when the contraction comes and I'll push. And so that's like how I did me. it. You wanted a hospital drugs. Yeah. yeah, me too. Get the tub. Get the fuck out of here. Can I tell you something oh, too? Be- and I, I hate to, to, to be the, the, the guy that pisses on your tub birth. But <laughs> nine times out of ten, I've had all my hippie friends that are like, I want to do it natural. I want to do it they in my home. They all get emergency C-sections. <laughs> 
Thank yeah. you. And then and there's and then and they're mad sucks. at themselves. And I'm like, and I feel so much for that. But I was like, they're mad no. at themselves because they didn't get to do the natural thing that they so had their heart set on, and they get the exact opposite birth, which sucks for them. Which so sucks my for heart them because I know out. people feel very like attached to what that vision is. But if you if you don't know, I do feel like, and if you're not sure. Or if you end up having a C-section and you're feeling some sort of quaking shame about it. No, don't. It, like, look, I just, <laughs> if it helps, <laughs> I thought it was delightful. <laughs> Probably like that's not a helpful thing to say. So also just don't listen. Feel free to also just ignore oh, everything I've just said. But I, I felt very much like I was like, beat it with a bath. I don't beat it with your grapes. No, Fuck thank you. No, here. I didn't Mm-mm. want to feel anything. No, put me down. And is your yeah. vag like unscathed? I think. Yes, I was like, that, that what more delightful than that? So My mother-in-law mean. goes to me. She goes, she said this to me when I was pregnant. This is also the thing that speeded up that decision. She was like, um, she goes, Peter has a large head. He has a huge head. That Brennan head will shred you. And she looked at me in the eyes, like so serious. She's like, the Brennan head will shred you. I was icing my vagina for weeks, for weeks. I was like, that's it. I don't want a shredded vag. I make the choice. It's not that. that was so good. Where Latin American is she? She's Colombian. Oh my God, that was yeah. so good. Your accents are always like- <laughs> so spot on. Your impressions are the fucking... If you haven't seen Rachel's impressions, you have to go watch her stand up just to see her do like her mother and everybody. You're, you even did your husband when you came in here, which was so great. He's, he's like a total character. East Coaster. Yes, he's yeah. a big fan of the show. We watched the clips online oh, every night. God. So he was very excited when he saw Christina in the oh. in the parking lot and called her solid. Solid. <laughs> solid. He's like, gosh, oh, she looks solid. Oh. Solid katsu. <laughs> I love East Coasters so much. I love that accent. I just everything about that. There's something so like real and genuine. Yes, he means I it. I love it. I just he doesn't, live for he that doesn't shit. talk any shit. I don't. He doesn't. And I I mean I certainly will talk shit but he doesn't really he doesn't think he's better than anyone i have such a long list of complaints about my husband but (laughs) he just doesn't that's like what i really like about him because he's just he says what he's thinking like you know yeah that's really nice yeah um so so you have a husband you and i are similar similar sorry i said it wrong similar in that we both have husbands that leave us for stints of time my husband currently is in argentina right now and it's work single moms. It's really hard. And you know what's really hard Ugh. about it too, and I don't know if you experienced this, is so my husband goes away overnight for a couple nights at the firehouse, you know, and and I talk about it on stage, but like, you know, gets dumber, first of all, because you're not supposed <laughs> to have like man sleepovers with a bunch of like your dumbest guy friends half the week. So it's not helping me. Not only does he go away, he goes away to the yeah. dumbest place, right. you know? Like, and it's probably fun. They're yes. like, you slide down the pole. They have a fucking blast, of oh, course. I hate that. How, and yes. how angry does that make you knowing that he's having fun? I feel like that would make me so fucking He mad. is never as happy, I think, as when he's softly shutting the door on me. Uh, <laughs> same with Tom. Tom's always like, oh, I'm so sad gotta go to latin america bye australia i'm gonna go hang out with famous jason momoa or mimosa whatever fuck his name is oh yeah no he's never that's what i realized because he loves my daughter because he comes home he would rush home for the firehouse for for her he never rushed for me no man's (laughs) ever done that for me no no one's ever been able to even tell me that i've never had a protected guy like i'd have to go missing for weeks before my husband would look for me like a solid three weeks no he's never as happy as when he's just softly goodbye now yeah and they go away they go away for nights and nights at a time and then it's like there's so many different look i'm an animal i don't know how to make all these like minor and major decisions i have to make and and i need somebody to 
to vent or talk about it with. And uh, he's not there. And I feel like when I go on the road, um, people have so many questions and they're I so know. deeply, deeply concerned about my baby that I'm actively <laughs> abandoning. They're just like, well, what does she do? How do you, you know what I mean? But I he, everything, whenever he's gone. Normal. Just normal. You know, know, get a car seat in an Uber, bitch. Figure it out. Like with a two and a half year old on the side of the road that could die. You know, know. there's know. so many weird things that I have to navigate that are just so, it's very isolating. I, it is very isolating. And I also find that men are just so stupid and incompetent with kids. I'll be like, mm-hmm. just go, go uh, give, give Julian his meds or whatever. Like, is it the thing? Which one is it? And you're like, oh my God, the kid's been taking the same medicine same thing. every night. Or every day for the last two years, whatever. Like you don't know, just it's, it like, rages me you know? this whole morning, yeah. this whole trip. Yesterday, I I packed everything, every single fucking course, thing, mom you know, every little everything. thing, every. And I'm also I'm not a type A bitch. Like I'm, you know, no. So it's not easy, right? So it's not easy for us. But we know, we know all that shit, right? Yeah. And then I had one job. It was the dumbest job. It's the job you give like a four-year-old when they, you want them to feel part of the kitchen. You know, like, oh, go yeah. stir this or something. Yeah. Something that was yeah. already stirred. Those are the sorts of jobs I give. I was like, yeah. just fill her bottles and then just fill a couple <sighs> I, of bottles. I, I know where this is going. Yeah. I can't, where where are the bottles? Which ones? <laughs> what do I put in them? How do I twist the bottle cap? Yeah, just I was like, just put her in like, you know, right. maybe like a cute outfit because she does have a shiner because she just fell down the stairs, yeah. like fell down and hit her head pretty hard. Aww. First major injury she's had. So it was upsetting. And we have to travel with her. I was like, put her in something sweet. He dresses her like Steve Jobs, like just <laughs> like a long black turtle. Like, I don't even think she owns that. Like he had to go buy that somewhere. Yeah, she was just dressed like Steve Jobs. And um, had like a cup with a top. on. I'm like, this is a thermos. This isn't like <gasps> a sippy cup. Mm-mm. He didn't even do the bottle. Couldn't do it. Oh no. God. Why? But why don't they? It's like you're not. Pay, they're not paying attention. But how do they? He's not, not paying attention, and he, he's interesting because he loves to, you know, he wants to hang out with her. He wants to bring her everywhere. Bring her to Costco. Bring her to the park. He does a lot of the stuff I don't feel like doing. I'm not really, you know, big on parks, but he doesn't pay attention to any yet yeah, any of the details. Doesn't pay attention. I think he's really thinking about himself like <laughs> himself i mean when i was pregnant he once boarded a plane without me what pregnant six months pregnant how does you board? guys first weekend of covid boarded a plane this was the weekend i was on the road christina i can't remember where i was what i was on the road and and we, we didn't when we really know what was happening yet you know yes and I, they were like oh I asked just my doctor. I'm not a germ person. I don't care about germs. Very. I'll sip off anybody's yeah, drink. I was like, is I this care. something I should worry about? Whatever. Tell me. They were like, you should cancel your shows. At that time, that's what they were saying. So I cancel my show and I, you know, I go back home. Gestational diabetes, six months pregnant, third weekend of March. Where's my husband? Oh, he's on the plane. <laughs> he gives it himself with a nice leggy seat. I was like, where are you? He's like, I'm on a plane. I'm like, we you on the plane? What the fuck? And then I got on and I was like, why? What is your mind? What's the process in your head? And he goes, and he thought about it genuinely. And he's like, I kind of thought I'd like get myself situated. And he (laughs) believed that, you know, like there's no (sighs) nothing. I know. It's so, it's so Mm -hmm. maddening because you don't, I don't, I didn't really see all that until you have a child. And then you're like, oh, you have to really nurture this creature and take care of it. And you're like, they just don't, I mean, some, some do. I hear some do. But yeah, I don't. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, I don't know. I don't believe it. Yeah, 
like he loves to hang out with her, but he just does what yeah. he wants to do. Like I just walked in on him when she was like four months old in the little swing and he was reading her Elon Musk's autobiography. <laughs> and I'm like, she's four months. That's amazing. Uh, yeah. I have a I video like of that. it. That's amazing. I was just walked in and he's like, so when we made the decision to move from <laughs> Tesla something to space, I'm like, what? Why? He's like, you never know what seeps in. <laughs> he's right about that. You That's never true. Know. I love that. Yeah. So he's your, he's your, so, so you do you have help? Like when he's out? I have a, day, we go to daycare, but my goal is just that um, I want to get to the place like, playing theaters, things like that, where I can just have somebody come live with me because mm. we live in this big old house that he bought with Bitcoin because they all, firefighters oh, all wow. are obsessed with Bitcoin. So we have this big Bitcoin house and it's like, it's just a lot to get things up and down. And That's then I could so also cool. bring her with me more on the road yeah. just to have that ch- childcare, somebody that was there. That's awesome. And now she speaks Spanish because she learned Spanish at a little daycare. And so I want her to keep her Spanish and just have somebody that speaks Spanish that could like oh, live and so cool. I could keep doing what, I'm doing with a little more help, you know, because his yeah. job's going to get crazier and crazier because he's like going to be a chief soon. And oh wow, imagine Dang. if people were saluting your husband when you when he was pissing you off. No, I can't <laughs> it's even the most imagine. Annoying thing. They like yeah. stop, and I'm like, eh, like you know what? It's not worth that. <laughs> Put that hand down, you fuck. Yeah, wow, but it's, it's it's hard. Do you have like somebody helping you, and do you feel like it makes a difference? <sighs> Yeah, I do. We have a nanny that we've had since um, my first kid was four months old and she moved. So she's like part of the family because uh, we don't have family at, like anywhere nearby, mm-hmm. you know. Um, we don't have that either. It's isolated. Yeah, yeah, it sucks. But um, then again, like that being said, I'm like, do I really want yeah, it's my a good point. family around my kid? Like I kind of enjoy buying help. Yeah. I prefer it uh, to, to my family of origin. I don't trust anybody I'm related to, to watch my children. Do, really? Do like you? nobody, nobody's equipped. Nah. That says a lot. Fuck yeah. That. Are you no mean? wonder you're a fucking <laughs> boss. Cause you're like, I have to do it myself. Like yeah. you didn't even have the illusion that somebody else was going to pick you up and drive, no. drop you off. And no. And, and I really do like the, and, and like when they're young, when they're baby babies, mm-hmm. they really do need you. And now I feel like once they're school age too, it gets even kind of more intense in a way. Mm-hmm. Like it gets harder and harder to leave. And I don't want to leave. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't like to leave them now. So I don't know, man. Do you ever bring them? I bring have. Them? Yes, I have in the past. It's really it's hard. It's exhausting, honestly, because you're just like, dude, it's stressful enough to go to the gig, do and the gig. Do yeah. yeah. But when they're a little like that, you can totally, if you have someone with you and... Mm-hmm. I don't know. It just depends on the week, you know? Sometimes yeah. I do. Sometimes I just like, no. Nah, and sometimes you just want to be able to focus on work. Yeah. And just like check out and stop being a mom for 48 hours, you know? Like, it's the best. And it makes me so yeah, much better when I'm back. So to being, much better. Because oh I think like you get really into the the mom, that mom life. Like especially when Tom mm-hmm. is out, I'm just like, that's Trying my run whole. shit. Yeah. It gets exhausting. I think that's the... The, rel- the relentlessness of motherhood is really interesting to me. And, oh, my God, I'm reading this book, The Baby on the Fire Escape. And it's about mm-hmm. um, creative women and mm-hmm. how um, historically, like, oh, oh, God. Okay, so I'm, I'm also reading Rick Rubin's book about creativity. Do you know Rick Rubin, the music yes, producer? Yes, I would I love, love to read him. that because yeah. I love Beastie Boys. I love to. I love yes, him. that's and my hold, all the music. like the, Me yeah, too. I'm yeah. obsessed with the Beastie Paul's Boys. Boutique, yeah. all that stuff. License, uh, yeah, Amazing. Three Feet High and Rising, De La Soul. All those albums I right around that, that time, those creative, fun hip-hop albums. I would love this book. Yeah, so so you should read it. But what's interesting is that now, and I never used to be this way, is that now when I 
read this shit. I'm like, this is fucking written like a dude. This is such a male perspective. Because his whole thing is like, like, for instance, I was reading a pat. It's a great book, by the way. Don't Mm -hmm. get me wrong. There is one passage where it's like, when the muse is talking to you, you sit down and you cancel everything you have to do that day and you listen to the muse. And I was like, hilarious. Try Mm -hmm. telling that to a mom when she's got two little boys. One of them's got an ear infection. The other one's got asthma. This one comes running in at 5 a.m. Like, go fuck your mother. If I'm lucky enough that the muse is whispering, I'm going to lock myself in my bathroom and like write the joke down on a scrap of toilet paper, put it in my pocket, and then maybe five days later find that fucking thing and staple it to my notebook. Like, it's that's a that's a luxury that dudes have. We yeah, we don't have that. No, I can't even if I go on a by Peloton, she gets disgusted. She wants me <laughs> off of it. She pulls on my actual feet. One moment of fucking <laughs> privacy. Just one the softest moment of a 20 minute. And she she looks at me like this and she goes, "Ugh." And now she speaks Spanish, but I don't understand her, so she gets disgusted with me in Spanish. Spanish. She's like, "Namas." And she just like flicks at me. Disgusted. Meanwhile, he'll play just hours of some poor shit on his phone. Just yeah. yeah. Just gifting himself. <laughs> He'll deny he's going in. Like, at least I'm, like, I thought he was only watching. I just figured he was watching a lot of porn in the bathroom. But um, I now hear oh. the sound of his his chest thing. So it's a Stop. lot of the same chest movement. Don't even. <laughs> don't. That upsets me. <sighs> I know what you're talking about. And every fucking woman listening to this. Yeah. Why do dad shits take like an hour? Every time yes. your husband shits. And it, I hear Tom doing it. But it's it's videos of people fighting. Oh, man. What the fuck? Yes. <laughs> Say that. That's how I know he's taking his shit, and he's he's living his best life. I assumed life it was all just like unspeakable porn of just like women just getting like plowed out and just severely damaged or something appalling. But it's almost more maddening. Yes. That it's just like God. Yeah. But it's almost more maddening that it's either chess, which is so dumb, or he watches videos of grown men analyzing Star Wars. I'm like, what could be that's, less compelling? Oh, that's a vag dryer. Yeah, that's a true vag dryer. Oh, do we have any vag dryers? <laughs> no voicemails, but do you have emails? Oh, here. It's funny you mentioned there's a segment of this show called Vag Dryers. <laughs> I, I, think, I think definitely the chess on the toilet and oh. hearing the swoosh of the move. That is such a vag dryer. Furiates me. But the the star anything related to Star Wars or discussing childish games that <gasps> really va- drives my vagina. Thank God, I don't Tom's understand not into it. That. Oh my God, it's so unattractive. We were arguing yeah. about something once. We were having a text argument, and he called me. Um, <laughs> who's the? I don't know if anybody here knows uh, Star Wars, but he called me a Star Wars character, um, <gasps> and it's you? the head of like all evil or something, Lord. Lord's he's like Baltimore the, that's a different yes one. no no it's the other Vader? one okay he I have to look it up but he called me he's the head of all evil he's got <laughs> he looks like a ghost or like um he's violently oh. ugly and appalling looking and he's like the and he leads all the civs I don't know yeah 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 no I know who it is Star Wars villains so dark uh, yes Darth that's Maul Senator Palpatine that's what he <laughs> called me look at this guy He's like, oh, typical Rach thinks she knows everything. Senator Palpatine over here running the show. <laughs> like, why would you even think I would know? It's so was? obscure. It's so obscure. I love that. And I was like, who is this? This is like before we had kids when he used to like drink and just go running into the night during an argument, you know? And and he was like, just like hurl out these texts, you know, Palpatine. And you're like, who? I was like, who is that? I had to call like God. another adult loser to find out like who he was referring to. That's so embarrassing. He should be embarrassed for himself. I'm like, why would you think I know it? That, who that Jesus is? Jesus Christ. He's like, I manipulate and everybody around you just like old Palpatine. (laughs) 
think it's a common knowledge I reference. Know. Like rule number one of comedy, it's got to be a common knowledge reference. It's <laughs> <laughs> amazing. Oh god. Okay, here's some here's some vag dryers. Let's see if you can relate to any of this. Hey mommy, my jeans started to make a list of his basic tasks. Uh, this is, I guess, in relation to her husband because he could not remember to do literally the most basic tasks. He either waited for me to to ask him mm. or do it or would ask me a million questions on how to do it. You mentioned you don't want to fuck the sensitive guy and prefer fucking the one who does nothing. I found myself not wanting to fuck my jeans because I felt like his mom since I was doing every household task, a.k.a. cleaning up unprompted after him my vagina is never drier than when in mom mode <laughs> so i constantly felt like i was in mom mode also i want to note my jeans lived alone he did all these things no problem you bet i'm coming up at me so what do you do mothering when when you live she says when she lived alone he did all these things now and they live together he stopped doing them yeah and she's got to do it herself or nag that's that is i feel like this is the constant battle between men and women and i yeah. don't know how to resolve it yeah i'm like i don't want to be that twat don't make me that twat i'm a comic i'm not like someone that's like you know i'm not like we have to go to the container store i'm not and the things are like so necessary like i i'm like i'm not this lady that's like you know like i need my my yankee candles or no. something like these are just like like staying alive things yeah we're like, like the yeah. coolest yeah i always tell tom that i'm like do you know how fucking lucky you are like yes i'm rad like I'm so fucking like I'm I'm not a regular woman. Like like how you call yourself a basic pig or a basic yes, pig? Yes, I'm a deep pig. I'm a like, deep I have pig. fun. Yeah. I throw change on you yeah. after sex. Like we have a good life. Yeah, that's you know? what I'm saying. Fun out there. Yeah. yeah. I, I wipe my, my snot with my shirt. <laughs> I barely dry off. I do disgusting things. I'm an animal. Yeah. So at least that's what I you always say about stoked. the construction, because he does all this there's obsessed with construction firefighters, so he's always doing some just you know, bulldozing some bathroom in our house that's perfectly fine. <laughs> and he has like two firemen over that do all this shit. There's always like some dozing happening. I'm like, this was not approved. You can't just fucking doze a room because they want to actually ride some sort of dozing equipment. Ugh, they just love to do. So, yes. so how do you get him to do chores? What's your strategy? Okay, so for chores, I have to admit, I he's probably better with like the day to day. He's real anal like about oh, certain things like that. Good. He's good with like the cleaning kind of things. But then he dozes. So what's the difference? If you're going to blow uh, up half the... Yeah, house shit. and I'm like I always say to him I'm like you could have some vapid twat wife that was like I need this bathroom and I want my best and yeah. I, I'm just like just stop it for yeah. the love of God just stop, stop it you know and he has it all done by these guys that have no just any guy at the firehouse <laughs> just some guy named Anthony's riding like a tractor in my backyard I don't know what yeah, they just come over, they buy Ethereum for my husband, and they just get on some sort of weird equipment and bulldoze rooms that were perfectly fucking fine. And I'm like, you could have that vapid wife that was yeah. always just like, I need this, I want my this. And I'm like, yeah. I want you to stop it. Yeah. Fucking stop it. He's yeah. like, whoa, palp, you know, and he doesn't Bull understand. <laughs> High maintenance over here. <laughs> but I, I want him to like pack and things like that. Like, he's not good with things like that. But in terms of, uh, he's a little bit more organized. So he walks in the room and will be like, did you do this? And it'll be something that's so obviously my kid that it's insulting, but it shows how he sees me. There was like peanut butter on our banister. He's like, did you do this again? I'm like, no, I don't rub peanut butter up and down. You did it. Yeah, that's your jam. I always do this. You guys know I do this. Yeah, I feel like with Tom, my strategy has always been because he and I are both slobs. Yeah. We're slobs. I've said it before. I'm not disgusting but I am a mess I'm a mess yeah so like we've always outsourced chores yeah even when we were broke as shit we had a housekeeper come and clean that motherfucker because I'm not scrubbing toilets on a Saturday he ain't gonna do it you know he's not gonna do Mm -hmm. it and then I just overlook I feel like I ignore like 
the stuff that like, yeah, like stuff. you're saying like i could be that wife that's like the dishes you didn't put the dishes away but yeah here's what i do so you know what i fucking do what do you do i need paper tips. plates paper, paper plates, plates. fucking really plastic yes. forks brew so like if i'm gonna be with you and, and i and same with the kids and all that shit just throw it away i don't give a fuck i'm not doing any dishes fuck your mother i'm ordering takeout like I'm yes that's a it. really good i need any hacks like that that don't make me have to do some monologue that that i, oh I don't want to be God. that bitch i'm like that's not fair it's I'm like, fair. that's why I'm on the road. I used to be jealous of those couples on date nights because I was like, I want a normal oh. life. Like that lady that like holds on to her man's belt loops and like walks him through I a room know. or something. And, I, and I'm like, you know, it's like, <laughs> beep, beep. I always do that to my husband when we're at the park. I'll be like, beep, beep. And I'll be like some old guy like spitting in a trash can. And I'm like, beep, taco night. And I'm like, I wanted to be like that. And I accepted yeah. that I'm not, you know? Yeah. And now I have a lot of fun and it's better. So don't make me back into that I character. Know. So if there's any like hack so that I don't have to just ask him to do like, that was the thing about like, don't board a plane without me. I don't oh think that there God. needs to be a talk about this. I cannot believe he did that. Where were you I was when in, you realized? I was in Florida. It was like March 12th. You know, in like the... It was like a couple of guys of the Golden State Warriors got COVID and everybody's like, we're next. And then they just shut everything down. And then like, yeah, I was just in there very pregnant. I mean, I was throwing oh up once on the side God. of my the road when I was pregnant. And he goes, you good? I'm like, that's what you say to a stranger moving a couch that you don't want to help. No, he's pretty like, you know, he's emotional. He doesn't get, and I, that's why it frustrates me because I want very basic. I'm like, you don't need to do much with me because I have a I fun, know. compelling life. I'm not sitting there waiting <laughs> for my husband to come home. But you do need, need to. If I'm taping a Netflix special, say something. I know. I, he sent a picture. I thought it was like a picture of like a rose or some ignorant thing like that. And I was happy enough, you know? Yeah. And it was like gas bill. Or, you know, like he doesn't, <laughs> he doesn't know that if I have a taping, he's supposed to like do a thing. It's a big deal. It's a yeah. big thing. It's important. I know. Uh, and the other side, he's like Gosh. almost an accidental feminist because he doesn't have like, I could just do whatever. Like I could crash at any guy's house. Like he wouldn't care. He wouldn't. Yeah. No. Not jealous. Not. Is yeah. Tom same jealous? Tom. No. No. I kind of wish you were. Me too. Were. A little bit. Yeah. Because I'm, I'm, um, I, I get jealous sometimes. Yeah. Not of actual people, but like stupid, things. like hypothetical things that like, he might be attracted to. Like an actress on, on a movie. I'll be like, Oh, you like her? You want to yes. fuck her? You want to go out with her? Like, I'm just, cr I'm crazy. I understand. Yeah, yeah. I get jealous sometimes too. Yeah. All the kind of women that I think are like his real type. Cause yeah. I'm like, I wasn't what he was supposed to be with. I'm pretty sure. Like, you think so? What, what do you think he was supposed to be with? Probably like some like, you know, nurse that lives in Long Island, like so right. probably one of the p women that he goes and gets like his tune ups from. I mean, not not like jobs, but I mean, like <laughs> when they get when they leave a fire, they go to a hospital. And I'm just assuming that he's I'm that he's hype. I have an idea in my mind of all the yeah. women like that are just yeah. with gentle voices that are yeah, you me know, too. I, I'm, hypothetically I'm, aroused by him oh, and he's aroused by them. Right, right, know? right. And I have this thing because I don't wear high heel shoes. I've never mm -hmm. been able to walk in them. I, I feel awkward in them. And then since I broke my ankle, no fucking way. I'm not getting. Yeah. And I always feel like I missed the the lady class. You know what I mean? Like yes. I'm not a lady. I'd quite, I kind of didn't know how to do lady stuff. You know, and I have hyper feminine friends that yes. I, I admire and I love and they know how to wear dresses with slits in them and not somehow don't Did have you to have wear sisters? a bra. No, I was See, a I didn't child. either. So I didn't yeah. know the rules. I didn't know rules and things yeah. like that. Like, I don't know what when somebody says like pencil skirt. I don't know the difference between that and that. No. Yeah. I know. And 
And I'm just, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm a bit of a, a, a dump truck like you, like just kind of stomping my way through stuff. And uh, yeah, yeah, I'm always convinced like that's my insecurity. Like, oh, Tom's going to like some broad and high heels. Somebody that knows how to like slink around and yeah. stuff like that. And, you know, but yeah. he, but also I do feel like if know. somebody wants a funny woman and I don't think they're in demand <laughs> for, for the most part, <laughs> I'm often told that they could do very much without one of us. But I feel like if they want us, they want that. Uh, that's my that is my I know so if so I do feel like that is something we have if that's something that a guy wants a, yeah. you know what I'm saying and yeah. I do think that my husband and obviously Tom yeah, will do, yeah, they, they do want, want the funny thing so we'll have that yeah. so yes they would be aroused by that maybe they could go through they could beat for a few rounds off that yeah <laughs> but they can't but then they would be very yeah. violently bored because then they would have to listen to her, like her story her story <sighs> And her stories would be dead. That would be dense terrible, terrain. Yeah. Terrible. No, I agree. And at the end of the day, like, you're going to age. Everyone gets old and fat. I think personality trumps yeah. all that stuff. As my mother-in-law said to me, she, she was like, Peter had the most beautiful girlfriends. Gorgeous. <laughs> gorgeous girls. You know, perfect tense. But with you, he laughs. Like, I was like, what? <laughs> Just happened. She's like, he was bored. Thank you. He always had such Thank real you. smoke shows. Just... <laughs> absolute supermodels but he never wanted to get married because he was bored i'm like that's yeah so she always gives me those what a confidence boost but she's like he was bored she always says he they would have a cup and it would be empty peter would not fill that cup but he fills the cup i'm like not really he gets actually he gets on a plane (laughs) without me but yeah i mean so i guess that but it sounds like he's into your daughter which is really important (laughs) yeah because that i'm being serious because that that's the blueprint for like her future relationships with men that's everything I feel yes like, he's right? into he's into my daughter and he's and i do feel like he's pretty appreciative that i did that it, i don't know that he shows it day to day but <laughs> <laughs> i know it's such a it's such a big thing it, it's so sorry back to that book the baby on the fire escape yeah it's about like artists who have children and how that forever changes. I need to know this. Tell me this. You got to see that it's a book. I'm in the process of reading it. And so there's this great story about Jack Kerouac Mm -hmm. being in a room with this other female poet whose name escapes me right now. But um, Jack and her were were parting. It's getting late. And she had to go home to relieve her babysitter because Mm -hmm. she has a child. And and Jack Kerouac says to her, oh, well, you're never going to make it because you got to stay out late and party. And you have to party with us to to make it in your career. And she goes, well, if that's what it takes for me to make it, then I'm not going to make it. And I'd rather be, I think I'd rather use the discipline of being a good parent to put that into my creative work. So there is something to the discipline and the structure of parenting and of being of that life that can lend itself to an entirely different way of creating things, you know? Mm-hmm. And then also too, like, I don't know if you found this, but to me, it felt my life felt very masturbatory before I had kids. Like there's a point where you're just like, okay, there's the career. Yeah. Good. Great. And then, you know, and then what? And then you got your marriage and then the dogs and then the thing. And you're just like, what the fuck am I doing with my life? No, I needed it to focus me with my career. And I am having a difficult time figuring out how to navigate it all as a mom, but I need, it's very challenging, but I needed it to focus me. And I felt like my material got better. Everything got better. Better, I wrote more because when I have time, I have time. I use it. I don't sit there and like, if I have an hour, I fucking do what I need to do. And I am not self-disciplined. I'm not a self-starter. But if but if I have if I know that I have like two hours where Frankie's not going to pull on like the little thing, my little cycling 
mitt, whatever you call it, you put your foot in, my dog holder, (laughs) (laughs) then I'll use that. And I do feel like I need, I had a lot of fear when I was pregnant. I was Mm. so afraid, afraid probably because I had a miscarriage, afraid of my career, my identity, everything. Yeah. And um, I did feel like, and my therapist told me this, he said like, you might be surprised when you have the baby that you're going to actually connect quicker because you've you've considered all the negative aspects, whereas a lot of people put it on this pedestal. Yeah. And then they come crashing down when they see how exhausting it is. And I was like, I just assumed I would just be, you know, kind of rocking in a nightgown, kind of glaring for a few months. <laughs> <laughs> but he was like, you're going to be pleasantly surprised in a lot of ways. Oh, and I did so feel good. like that. I did feel like that in terms of that um, it focused me in my work. It's so much more challenging in so many ways, but I did feel like yeah, yeah, it like it, does it, focus, it, it makes yeah. you more grounded, and it, and I can't think that long about rejections because I just have oh, to move on. Don't give a shit anymore. Yeah. The yeah, I agree. The nose roll off you a whole lot quicker because you're yeah. like, I know what's real and what's important, and it's th- this unit. Fuck everything else. Well, that's interesting because I think I. I didn't know what motherhood, I didn't know what to expect. My own mother was really crazy and had died when my my uh, first son was born, right before he di- was born. So I had no idea. And I really did believe the Pampers ads. And I did believe that it would just be this idyllic sort of like, we're just going to breastfeed it's so easy and everything's going to be <laughs> lovely. And I did come crashing down. And, and I was like, whoa, this is dark. And I think, too, what I'm learning is like you go through motherhood and it changes you. You, you can't be unchanged by this. It's no. like adolescence. It's like, it, it's just another form of adolescence. It, it, you know what I mean? That's like an interesting go, way to put it. Yeah, yeah you go from child to teenager, teenager mm-hmm. to adult, and then adult to mother if you choose to have a child. And mm-hmm. it's totally identity shifting. I don't think you can How did come you feel out of it. Changed you? I completely agree, but out of curiosity. So I'm sure there's painful. a million ways, but like, yeah. like, do you feel like you're more like... I don't want to give you an answer. I just no, I started to write just, something just for chat. you. No, like, I think I think <laughs> I think that I'm definitely more integrated as a as a rounded mm-hmm. human because mm-hmm. I think the level of selflessness that it requires mm-hmm. to be a decent mother is just like fucking unreal. Yeah. Like, I don't think people get the level of of care that you have to give to yes. really to do the job. I think well. And do you feel like it's linked also with all the success you've had like and and like made you clearer and stuff like that? Oh, I don't give a fuck. Yeah, I I give a fuck and then I don't get, I give fucks where they should be given. Yes. You know what I'm saying? I do feel like you have a very discerning and clear kind of like, you know what you need to fucking do. Yeah. No, that's why I was following around in the Netflix taping because I was just like... I was just sort of sniffing around you. It was kind of, haunt. I was being a little strange, but, but I do feel like you have a clarity. Yeah. Jessica described to me and I could tell oh, okay. it. And I think it's a cool quality. No, okay. you just like, you're clear. Like, you know, Yeah. I feel like you can tell pretty quickly uh, when something's bullshit or when you need to make a certain move. And I wondered Get if out. that clarity yeah. or that kind of insight came with having a kid yes. in all seriousness. Yes. Obviously I wasn't <clears throat> sniffing her, but yeah, yeah, absolutely. Because you go like, I don't have time for this bullshit. Well, you know, you just don't have time. You don't have mm-hmm. time to do all the stuff that you did before you had kids. And then it gets real fucking clear to me. Streamlines what, what, what you need to, to do and what the next thing is. Because Jessica uh, Kirsten always I said you have, you're her. like an amazing businesswoman. Oh, thank you, Amazing Jessica mama. Kirsten. But you feel like the next, so the next steps just got a lot more like clear. Like you could yeah. see what needed to be done. Yeah, because I think too what happens is in the beginning of your, I'm sure in the mm-hmm. beginning of one's career, you're just like, I'll just take anything like whatever is, are you going to book me? Please just book me. And then 
And then you start to get a little more successful and you're like, oh, I can now orchestrate how this life will look. Mm-hmm. Okay, so this is this is the next fucking step here, bros. And mm-hmm. who's going to help me on this path? And if you're not helping, then you're not, we're not doing this, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And, and I imagine even just do the it. inside of t- wrangling two boys and trying to get them out oh the door and getting shoes on would help you see that. You just it's helps exhausting. you see what's next. Yeah. yeah. And I think what's, what's really neat, because I've been reading books about like, businesses and stuff is to orchestrate your life from backwards forwards like it's like writing a business plan where you go what's the priority here do I want to be home for Frankie when she gets home from school Mm -hmm. yes do I want to be what do I want what's the priority to spend time with my husband to go on a vacation twice a year Mm -hmm. and if you reverse engineer the life this is what I want it to look like and then how am I going to get there? I think that's the smarter way. Because in the past, I just took everything everybody ever gave yes, me and threw yes. it against. And then, oh, I just hope I can. It's like, well, no, no, let's let's engineer your life a little bit. Yeah, that's a really that's cool helped. way to, to do things. Because I think also with um, with his like work, you know, uh, it's it's uh, we're going to have to. There's just certain limits that it has. But in a way, that's a gift because it just helps you design certain things. Yeah. Yeah. And and it sounds like, and there's also benefits to having a wonky schedule. Like Mm -hmm. both of you are fucking wonky, but -hmm. that's rad because then you can choose, you can have time off more so than other people. You don't have the nine to five. I have no idea how people do nine to five. Oh God, I would kill myself. How the fuck do you drop your kid off at school? First of all, you have to wake up at what, five in the morning to get two kids ready. Get him to school. Go to your job. Deal with the job all day long. Some boss who's a piece of shit to you. No. Get off work at 536 maybe. What? Go to the grocery store. Pick up the kids from daycare. How do you exercise? How is not everybody not just like morbidly obese? I don't know. Yeah. All I would do when I got home was just do nonstop feeding. If Same. I did that all day. Yeah. Same. Forget it. No. It's tough. Forget it. And he, they work like, like we do, like on holidays and things. So he never cared about that. So that was great. Like he might be yeah. working on New Year's or Christmas or whatever. So we can have this like weird, you know, jacked up, unpredictable. Oh, that's right. Because they can get called to a fire. God damn. Does he have a ton yeah. of life insurance on him? You know what? That's where I just realized, like, I was like, I was supposed to be asking these questions. I just asked him that yesterday. I was like, what if something happens to you? This is, I'm not proud of this. And they were like, he was like, call a union. I'm like, I think I should know something else. Yeah. Yeah. So I do have to ask those I imagine. questions. I imagine yes. they have like killer benefits. He does have life insurance and That's he great. has, um, I remember my friend said, cause we, she, she set us up and we went to this uh, FDY Christmas party and she got really like lit and she was just kind of like sort of like falling into her own worthlessness. She's really hot. She's this big sort of hoisted cans and just kind of like red wine teeth. And she was just kind of falling over and like pointing out think reasons that I should marry him. This is like the night we met. Oh she's like, God. pension, sweetie, pension. And she's like, <laughs> on our next Secret. date, I was like, did you happen to hear? And he was like, every word. Like so she was just saying that. She's like, the pension is good. So it's good. But she was pointing out all the reasons like and I realized I was like, I should find out for him. Yeah. Like, what do I do if something happens? It's really unacceptable yeah. that I don't. So please feel free to DM and shame me about this. <laughs> no, not at all. But I do need to set that up. Yeah, because it's well, a dangerous sure it's, job. I'm sure you already has something in place. Oh, I just have to have a few discussions. I have to print something. <laughs> I need to get my printer fixed. So I have like a document to go to because he's the one who fills out all the forms. I know. He's the one who does that kind of stuff. Like it's organizationally, like I'm that's half the reason I got married. Just a man that will fill out a form I and mail. It back to where it's supposed to go. I know Tom is so great at that too. So maybe we should keep our husbands. Yeah, we'll keep them for now. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think. How else has it changed? I think it's made me a more uh, fucking way. I was always self-reflective, and mm-hmm. then now I'm even more like, oh fuck! Like I, I want to work out my stuff. 
And I also have a fear of death now more than ever. Me too. That just happened. I never cared about death. I, I, I only cared about if like people were mad at me. I know. What? <laughs> Why I know. do we care about death now? Because somebody relies on you. Yeah. If you die, who's going to raise Frankie? And no, you know, that's, you're that's like, not good. That's not good. Yeah. I think about that all the time. I'm like, oh no. But uh, yeah, I don't think I'm going to die soon. You know what I mean? No, no, you're running a tight ship, but you yeah, have to, but ship. no, it, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. You have to think about, I guess, and, and you have plans. You have like have files plans. and stuff. I have, I have to go meet a man like uh, or a woman. What do I, who do an I see about this? An accountant. An accountant. You need an account. Okay. I want to show you some videos. So put on your cans. I okay. want you to see, these are, these are the parenting videos I've been finding online. I, 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 I'm sure you're familiar with like attachment styles and this and that. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm, I, first of all, I'm not convinced that there are many people out there that have healthy attachments. Oh, my attachments attachment. jacked up. Every, of course. Of course. But, but do you know anybody? I don't know a, a human on the planet that has it. It is the quality I am most jealous of. If anybody has it. If anybody does have a healthy attachment, I feel like, oh God, that's, there's nothing better than that. Well, yeah. my friend who's a shrink is like, Christina, it's literally just such a small percentage of the population. Mm. So you're lucky. Okay, but let's, let's start with the apology uh, video, uh, Zola. This one's my favorite. This is... Do you remember yesterday when I was making you a sandwich and you complained there was too much mayonnaise and then I kind of <laughs> yelled at you and said, well, you can make your own sandwiches from now on. I just want to say I'm sorry. That was really um, kind of disrespectful and reactionary of me. And I, I wonder what it was like for you when I yell at you and say that I'm not going to make your sandwiches anymore. I'd like to hear about it. Yeah. <laughs> and I want you to know that oh, still going. I am it's still going. <laughs> really working on not yelling and just breathing and taking a yeah. moment and allowing you to mm. to be who you are and, and, yeah. and not take <laughs> personally. So I'm taking um Mary Van Geffen's kind class. Okay. So okay. so so this and is like <laughs> could you imagine talking to your two and a half year old like this? <laughs> I got to go to kind class, yeah. BRB. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. I know you don't know where your own asshole is and you're only two years old, but I'm feeling a lot of guilt and maternal. It's like, what the fuck are you doing? It's way too much to lay on a child. I 100% yeah. thought that was about an adult. It didn't even occur to me until you just said that, that it's about a child. Sorry, I should have clarified that was her apologizing to her child. Because you know when you're a rational toddler where you make them a sandwich, I didn't want that bread! And you're like, yeah. Jesus fucking... This morning, my my younger one likes to eat cold waffles. Cold yeah. waffles. So I have to take yeah. it out of the freezer, put it in the toaster for just like 10 seconds, and then hand it. And if it's too warm, he freaks the fuck out. So imagine if I was like, God damn it, make your own waffles, because it's 5 in the morning. And then I was like, Julian, remember earlier? <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> Remember when mommy said you can make your own fucking waffles? No. Well, I did say that. And how did that make you feel? And it's like, what the fuck? They don't remember. It's all about <laughs> you. That's why it's so especially strange. Let's process. I remember one time my, bro my nephew would go over to this kid's house and he was raised by these lovely, just very gentle women, like just whispering, you know, women that made a lot of like oatmeal and stuff. And, whispering. and like, yeah. And, and he, every time he would see my nephew, he would punch him in the face and the play date <laughs> would break up. <laughs> okay. Just couldn't stop him. Five minutes of respectful play that he would just clock him right in the eye. Oh. And we, the play date would break up. 
And at one point, I remember the mother saying to him, like, uh, she was like, she goes, Nathan, we do not hit in this house. We do not hit in this house, Nathan. That was hitting and we don't hit. He goes, no, I just punched Luca. Like he didn't understand. They're not going to understand that. He's like, I don't know what universe you're looking, you're living in, but I live in the one where I just clocked him in the eye. Yeah. So that occurred. Yeah. That's so confusing. She's like, we don't do this thing. Oh, yeah, He's like, yeah, I yeah. just punched him right in the and dumb how face. how did that make you feel? No. I don't think the kid know. I think this is, this is a little heavy for a kid just because I don't think they know <laughs> how to articulate everything. But to, to so I, I agree and apologize. Like, for instance, sure. I shouldn't have said that to you. I'm sorry, kiddo. Do you forgive me? Yeah. End of it. <laughs> but to delve into their fucking deep emotional, you know, two and a half year old life. Give me a break, lady. Okay. Yeah. Next. You don't want to teach a kid. You're teaching them to be neurotic then. I don't yeah. want to teach my kids to hyper analyze everything. It's too much. So this is an interesting clip I found. Um, this is about choosing the right partner. And this is, in all seriousness, I think actually a f- pretty decent assessment. Let's see what this guy has to say. Rubio Fuerte. Choose a lifelong partner. You choose an eating <laughs> companion and influence your nutrition for about 20,000 meals. You choose how large parts of your free time look like and how relaxing about 100 <laughs> vacations will be. It's true. Also, you'll hear over 18,000 times how somebody's day a lot of math. I have to crunch a lot of numbers here. State. Choosing your partner is the most critical health factor and being precise with your decision shouldn't be controversial. Let me know your thoughts below. I mean, <laughs> so you're, you're choosing nutrition for 20,000 meals. You're basically choosing <laughs> what bullshit you're going to listen to for the rest of your life. And that's, uh, a, I didn't never thought about it this way. Yes, I didn't either. Yeah. It's pretty fucking spot on, especially after being with the same guy now for like 17 years. You start to pick out the patterns. We're so like, what he's saying is, again. I'm too dumb to have understood that. <laughs> <laughs> I run kind of dumb. So what, what? So what? So he's basically saying you have to watch all their habits for one day yeah. and then see. Do you want that to be your daily life? Yeah, it's it's more so about like how do they eat? How mm. do they complain? What mm. are they? How do they vacation? And those are really important things. I know because yes. those are. It's like, do you? Like, gosh, it's so funny. I was at the Starbucks drive-thru the other day and I told the guy, I love you. I was like, I love you. Mm-hmm. And then he saw me and he goes, oh, yeah, I love your ring. I would love to get a ring like that someday. I go, well, you just got to get married for 17 years and have this guy's babies. And, <laughs> and he goes, well, what do you think's important for a marriage? Seriously. And I thought about it and I go, honestly, be a lot alike. <laughs> yeah. Share values. And if you can sit in a, in a, in a cafe and talk for mm-hmm. hours... That's the be- the beginning. Yeah. But what this guy is even saying is like, what are their eating habits like? That's going to influence your nutrition for about 20,000 meals. Yeah, it's true. So if he's into like pizza and he eats like a toddler, guess what you're going to get around? Mm-hmm. You're going to get fat and shitty the same way he is. Yeah. What does he talk about? What does he complain about? Mm-hmm. What does he think about? That's going to influence your emotional state. And then like, how do they chill? Do they That's have a chill? That's so important. Like, how Gosh. do they chill too? And vacation. Because I remember we had this family that used to visit us when we were kids all the time. And they always wanted to go see the monuments. Oh, and I've never been as archaic. I've never like, just felt like a level of archaic throbbing depression that I did oh being with my family <laughs> at the monuments. I'm like, it's oh 7 a.m. This God. guy had a real Richard had a real hostile monument schedule. Oh. We were all outside with just some sort of packed, sad, low-grade depression trail mix. Just staring at a oh. monument. I couldn't give a fuck. And when I go to a town, I don't want to like get 
to the geographical uh, bottom of it. I just want to like hang out and walk around. Same. And he wants to do the same thing. So I, thank God, because I'm like, I will not force monuments on my kids. Or the person that's like, great, we're going to get to the resort. We're going to wake up at 6 a.m. We're going to do yoga and then we're going to scuba dive. And then we're going to, I'm like, go mm-mm, fuck your mother. Mm-mm. We're going to sleep until noon. Mm. Hopefully, mm. eat, drink, and then fuck like whales and then go back to bed. Like, yeah, I can't do it. Um, let's do some follow ups. You've got your shows. I wish we could promote them, but this will come out. We'll do those clips on the next show. Okay. Follow ups. Here we go. Let's Hi, do some voicemail. Yeah. Listening to your most recent podcast. You guys are talking about pelvic floor exercises. And something that was recommended to me by my OB after my second child, there's actually several different brands, but Perifit mm. makes a device that hooks up to your phone where you can actually play games. Some of them are similar to like Angry Birds where you navigate based on your level of squeeze through this game. God. It made it a lot more entertaining and less weird somehow <laughs> than just doing regular pelvic exercises. But Gross. you should check it out. Maybe get them to be a sponsor. Oh, maybe. Bye, mommy. So I have a PT lady mm-hmm. who also does pelvic floor rehab uh, mm-hmm. for, you know, people that need to... If you're pissing a lot, mm-hmm. basically after you have a baby, like, they can do it. But yeah, you, you put a weight in your vag. Yes. And then she graduate, graduates you every week, I Wait, guess. she puts a weight inside your vag? Yeah, and you have to keep your vag clenched and hold the weight there. And she's like, we can do that for you. I'm like, no, thanks. I'm fine. No, thanks. Wow. Like no a little thanks. pebble or something? Bro, I wouldn't, I don't know. She <laughs> she put the box out and I was like, ew, no, do no, you share no, those? No. Yeah, like, <laughs> I hope that's my personal box, you dirty bitch. <laughs> no fucking way. Could you imagine? <laughs> no, 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 yeah, no. Yeah, but that there it exists out there, ladies. If there's someone watching this, that would, you can you can rehab your pelvic floor. And in fact, they yes. recommend it for... Um, Women going into menopause because then the estrogen and all that shit dries it up. And I don't know. I guess your pussy falls off. So go take care of that. <laughs> You're worth it. You're worth it. Oh, the low T king fall. I love this phrase. Uh, Sarah Weinshank. Hey, mommy. My name is Allison from Minnesota. And I want to address and agree to how much women can love a low T king. So just to, to refresh some memories here. A low T king is somebody who's the men maybe in their mid 50s. Yes, guy. I saw you talking about Okay, this. good. Yes. So they're into yoga or just... Maybe, you know, maybe become a cat guy. Um, I feel like Chad could, could fall into low T king, but he's not quite a low T king yet because he's he's still high T. Do you like to like cuddle and make like oh, soft he, carrot and like cook up cuddles. soups? And... Do you cuddle, Chad? I mean, I feel like everybody kind of cuddles. No, my husband won't. I don't think cuddling is related to tea. It is. My husband won't do it. Does your husband cuddle? Uh, yeah, actually, he cuddles a little bit. He does. I mean, his the sex is super fast, and then I just get a real hostile high five, and then he'll just kind of put one arm over me. Yeah, he'll be like, you "Good sesh." I, you, yeah, <laughs> you and I, we have such a low bar for needs. Oh yeah, well, I don't so assert low. any of them. Yeah, I not never them. assert my needs. Yeah, and I don't. I just take whatever scraps life gives me. Yeah, he'll be like, "Yeah, sh- come on, good sesh." Like, yeah, he definitely talks to me like a high school soccer coach <laughs> after we have sex. Yeah. <laughs> My husband, too. <laughs> I think we just had very low bar. I'm sure I don't bring a lot to the table sexually either. Nobody's ever told me I'm the best <laughs> they've ever they've ever had. No one's, no one's been able to look in my eyes and, say, and tell me that lie. <laughs> That's true. Then again, but, what am I bringing? So this is in regards to the low T king. I work in a makeup slash skincare retailer and nothing gets all of us girls who work here more excited than a guy who takes care of himself and buys good products. Yeah. Like when a guy asks us to curate a custom skincare routine for him with no budget or even Mm -hmm. when 
we ask if he needs help and he says nope just restocking my snail mucus moisturizer <laughs> you heard about this it's <laughs> no like rich thing yeah there's an actual tube snail you can mu- buy it it's like snail it's snail mucus and you put on your, it really works i would do it you tell me one lie about a product <laughs> i've already bought it it works yes. i'm telling you does it work i'll snail mucus up a storm yeah, yeah i'll spray work. anything on myself no questions it asked works. if it makes me look even slightly better yeah anyway most of us makeup girlies really go for the low T kings. I have a feeling you're mistaking uh, gay kings. Yeah, for low I feel like that's like wait, that's sentence. I don't know how yeah. many straight guys are going to say that sentence. Zero point zero. Chad. Yeah. Do you know what snail? Mo- do you buy snail moisturizer? No, I have like an Amazon moisturizer that I have yeah, barely yeah. ever used. That's the extent. That's what it. I say about like what no. guys dress personally. And maybe this is a deeply ignorant sentence, but I want. <laughs> A guy that dresses like I don't want to remember what you had on. Yeah, if I remember, your outfit should not be a series of like sassy risks. Yeah, I know. Disgusting. I want a guy that doesn't know how to dress, but just enough that he's not taking swings. Oh my god. Yeah, don't show me like your naughty little ideas with your outfits. <laughs> disgusting. It's disgusting, and that yeah. thing dries my vag more than a guy with a scarf. Oh. Ah! Beat it. No scarf, scarf tolerance. Scram. But I'm not talking like a winter, like a No, a not utility. like a utility. Yes. I, that's Just why like, I'm saying dress for utility. You should have a coat. If yeah. I go on a date with you, I should know only that you were wearing a coat and a shirt. Not that you fucking, you gifted yourself with some <laughs> oh, celebration oh. of color. Look at Lenny Kravitz. Oh, God, this blank. still haunts me, that photo. <laughs> Can you, how do you have that inside you? I mean, I, I know he's like technically really hot, but once he t- dumps that stupid fucking seven pound scarf on the floor, how do you want to be entered by a man? like that i don't i don't want you to have a fucking necklace with a story behind it don't tell me how some amulet you own makes you feel safe (laughs) disgusting amulet (laughs) i I don't like a thumb ring i feel like that just no puke city yeah i feel like you know why it's not it's just because it borders on gay attire it really just it's like it just borders on a guy looking gay that's all and and gay guys don't like women so yeah that's why i know that I'm sure I'm your worst, most gangrenous nightmare. But if I imagine, <laughs> <laughs> but I used to have a joke about it, how I don't like a, 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 the nothing that haunts me more than imagining a man shaking his rings off at the end of the day, just like <gasps> empty them in some ring tray by his bed. Oh, or plucking a new one. Like what'll it be today? Should it be my snake ring or what ring makes me feel most powerful? Oh, shaking off into the ring tray. Oh, disgusting. Oh, that, that makes me fucking ill. Yeah, all those rings. Ugh, you know what really makes me oh. sick is the the index finger ring. Ugh, on a man, it's just it's like if you're not Tommy Lee, if you're not Johnny Depp or Tommy Lee, there's no excuse. You have to be in a band. Don't you yes, think? absolutely unacceptable. It's unacceptable, no. and can't. I don't want to see you tousle your hair and oh get real God. creative with it. Don't want <laughs> to see you winding your locks. <laughs> Disgusting. I don't want to see a man making choices, morning choices with his hair. What'll it be today? Kind of having a little review in his mirror. Morning choices. Beat it. And again, I know I'm an asshole, but yeah. Scram. Disgusting. Yeah. 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 I I feel like a guy shouldn't have like, they shouldn't have a series of little kind of fun, fun, sassy choices. No. Put on a shirt and stop it. Stop. I know. I've never been more haunted by this guy that I dated that had both a belly button ring and a fucking bodysuit that he wore once. What are you talking about? (laughs) And he didn't tell me about the belly button ring. It was like, you have to tell that to somebody up front. You can't just reveal that. He had, wait, wait, hold on. Well, what kind of jewelry? That's an early step of consent. He he is a belly button ring. You don't romance a woman. Hold on. Is it like one of those hippie ones where there's like a bluish colored stone? 
Like I've what? repressed a lot of it, but there was like a <laughs> chain around his belly with like some sort of thing that was hanging down. And I and I asked him to get rid of it. And he brought it up later in therapy that I really never like processed his belly button ring and how much of a part of his life it was. Wait, can you look this up? <laughs> what do you mean it went around his waist? Like a woman? It was like a belly chain with a thing. I don't know. Oh my god! You I've made some thing. terrible decisions with Rachel. Yeah, like it was like sort of a light <gasps> chain. Oh no! And he's and I was really violently lonely, or I should have left. I should have ran. I stayed. Like a lot of women, I stayed. I thought I deserved we that. I didn't. We've all done it. We've <laughs> yeah. all done it. There was a chain. Also, oh, nipple rings. I once went out with a guy with nipple rings. Oh, that's oh, gross too. Disgusting. I feel like that's just very nineties. Honestly, does anybody really do that shit anymore? Like body. I just feel like body piercings and genital piercings are just so nineties. No, like, I was in a dark place. He didn't. I remember he had like a mattress that was half on the bed and like a real yeah. rowdy Doberman and that nipple ring. I was lost. I was <laughs> in dark terrain. <laughs> Yeah, I don't like any of that. No, no, no. See? Yeah, your stomach is not like a naughty little space that you hang charms <laughs> off of. Stop it. Space. Yeah, It's not don't, It shouldn't be a flirtatious little thing you're gifting me with. It's I your agree. stomach. Stop it. Oh, my God. You're giving me trauma flashbacks. I'm sorry. It's like, a lot. It was a lot to process. To dudes. Oh, God. Yeah, I don't want to see, oh, like, I'm one guy wore, like, kind of a long wafting sweater. Just sort of, it was cape-esque. <laughs> It was like our second date and he came in some sort of cloak. I'm like, you shouldn't be dressed like a whimsical wizard on our second date. What makes you think that you've, you know, like you have to like, there has to be some courtship period. You can't yeah. just come with some sort of fucking. Oh my God. Or do you ever, oh my God. It was like a veil, like a so shoulder cool. veil that I'm he so came ashamed. sauntering in with. Saunter. Beat it. Crick kick rocks, homo. <laughs> God, so embarrassing. I know. I, I always think of like tattoos. I had a lot of tattooed guys. You, you did? Know? Yeah. What do you think about tattoos? What's your feeling on tattoos now? I mean, I think honestly, I think that I really love the look of sleeves. And yeah. I've, I, and when I do Tina for YMH Live, they mm -hmm. uh, they spend hours I putting fake yeah, sleeves. Cool. Yeah. It seems fun. It's so fun. And I keep them yeah. on yeah. just for like a week just to feel See what that's feel. like. I like that. Uh, for me, I'm lame. I'm not cool enough. I don't feel like I, I'm that person that can pull it off me too i like me. them on guys though i'm, I'm into yeah tattoo is fine yes yeah like i mean maybe not like something like like real hostile or jarring maybe not yeah. like a neck tattoo but i'm into tattoos yeah <laughs> any any tattoos is fine yeah yeah i wish i could show you pictures there's pictures of me last summer just like with my arms around my kids and i love the way you do in your hands that seems really fun that's something i would want for a day yeah, yeah just knuckle. like a henna kind of yeah, yeah. it's hot it's kind of it's like rad. hot and beautiful yeah. yeah i love knuckle tech God, look at tom and me back like that so fast let me see the the i'm wearing like the plaid shirt and he's got a shirt oh my god what was that for was that just like a natural photo you guys look so polished uh, and like no we um, trustworthy we just had our we just i just had our first son or a son, yeah our first kid and we just decided to take pictures because i was doing That's headshots sweet. Yeah, we've had some good ones. Over we should years. do that. I didn't take any pictures when I was pregnant, and I really regret that. I took like one selfie, oh, and yeah. I'm like, oh, we should do that. We should take oh, like, a little family picture. So there's me at like family Aww. breakfast next day with the, <clears throat> Sorry. the aggressive tats. They're super fun. Oh my god! Yeah, you do. It doesn't you look, would never know that was fake. 
That's like a serious artist. That's fascinating. Yeah, we go with the special effects company in Los and Angeles. And they just choose what to put on you? No. So I went in for Tina. They they made the boobs. That was a process. And then they had me choose which tattoos I liked the best. And I wanted the most aggressive skulls, the most aggressive like octopus and daggers. And like mm-hmm. there's a spider web on, around my nipple. Like, no, it was all chosen. But they put it all together. <laughs> there she is. And you were into like goth stuff when you were a kid. Oh, I love goth. Me too. Yeah. I like. I was really? skateboarder and I loved goth. I liked to wear like dark, dark, dark lipstick. Me too. And I had my little Jason Lee board and it had like a, a like a hamburger with um, like cows all around it or something like that. Checkered so cows. Cool. And yeah, I always so loved skaters because I felt like they were funny. They were like comics. They yeah. had that dry, yep. funny, surprising personality. Many yep. of them were antisocial. That's what or I like. That's what I like <laughs> yes. the best is antisocial and and yeah. Like Elias as fuck. Yeah. Yeah, it's so cool. I think it's such a good culture. And I, anyway, I started to, I wanted to get my my older boy into it and he kind of did for a while. And then after we had Tony Hawk on your mom's house and he's like, um, I have had so many injuries and I watched a Tony Hawk documentary and I was like, I don't want my kid skateboarding because oh, it's just too terrifying. Yeah. yeah. No, I much. would be too scared. Yeah. Too much. I could already tell Frankie's going to want to do stuff like that because she's like always leaping and wanting to leap. Yeah. There's a lot of leaping and darting and yep. wrestling. Yep. And yeah, yep. it's normal. It's all good. Do your, does your kid respect, do they like listen to you more or listen to Tom more? God, that's a good one. Me. You know, you know, but you know what helps is being a stand-up comic is dealing with hecklers for twenty years because <laughs> I use the exact same. <laughs> really? Yeah. Like, a, like when your kid fucks with you, just imagine they're a heckler, and how would you like? Yes. Outwit and undermine the heckler. Mm, uh-huh. Yes. Yeah. Can I ask you a really like yeah. unfunny and uh, yeah. real mom question? Yeah. How do I potty train her? I'm trying to get oh her to potty God, train, and she won't do it. Worse. Okay. It's so so means she won't do it like she won't pee or won't poo. What's the neither one? I've bribed all kinds of bribes. She gets a sticker. I made a fucking chart that I was proud of. I was like, you know, I made I said she could have chocolate after everything. Um, She knows that I want her to do it. And, and so, so she doesn't grudging. want to do it. She's like, oh, there's a thing you want me to do. She just looks at me like this. Like, nah, mm. bitch. like I've used all the gentle voice at like everything, like the exciting. It's like she's just does daycare require it yet? No, but they're going to soon. She's two and a half, so she's going to go to preschool soon. I have to figure this Three. out. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, for dudes, the boys, it's kind of fun for them to pee in the toilet because, you know. I've always wanted to be able to pee. It seems to be able to stand and deliver. I feel like I'd have like a much more so satisfying much life. Imagine so drunk pissing fun. would be so fun. Yeah. Um, you have to make it look cool. If they had an older sibling. That's the thing. Buy the tiny toilet, like the tiny toilet next to the big toilet. That mm-hmm. helps. Yes. I think she's afraid by the journey up there. To yeah, the, it's yeah. scary. Get a little one. And then did you play video, like a special video about it? And did you do rewards? Oh, you know what I did do? There's a book. I hate Elmo with a passion, mm-hmm. but there's a great potty training book that mm-hmm. Elmo has. And it's got the, the sounds that they can push the buttons and make the sounds. And mm-hmm. it walks them through how you go to the potty. It's like Elmo goes potty. And it's like, oh, Elmo feels like he has to pee, go to the toilet, do the thing and then flush the toilet. So like mm-hmm. she knows emotionally and mentally. Yeah, find this book. It's a really good one. Okay, potty cool. time with Elmo. Oh, okay. I'm going to order this right now. It walks her through the process. So when they're starting to get curious and also I found that you just can't force. Yeah. You can't force it. it and who gives you a shit? You kind of can tell when they're ready. Yeah. You can and also like you can try to manipulate them it's just not gonna work like they're mm. when they're ready they're ready when she sees her friends doing it she'll want to do it that's what i need an old that's why yeah. that's what a sibling would be really helpful but i just need her to have like more play dates with another kid and get like jealous that they're yeah. pissing on that's the toilet it. yeah and girls too have different because they get like utis and stuff from holding it right or like, oh, diaper okay thing. i don't know but uh yeah 
You just got to do that. And bribery too. Hey, do you want that toy? Guess what you'll get if you piss in the toilet and you go to the toy store. Yes, that's what I have to do. I asked yeah. my like Queens doctor. I go, how do you go get kids to go to sleep? And uh, that's because he has like five dollars. And he goes, me personally, I like to have sex. So I was like, how do we end up here? What? He goes, so I need my kids to go to sleep so I can have sex with my wife. And then he brought up his testosterone levels. I'm like, how did we land here? He was like, personally, I enjoy sex. I like sex. I'm a sexual person. <laughs> You're like, that's disgusting. Oh, the doctors are so ignorant in Queens. It's pretty funny. Yeah. yeah. He goes, one fucking question when I came into him. This is a PCP in Queens. Yankees or Mets. That was the first thing he said to me. Fuck. Yeah, Can't I like him it. though. But because it's just right, just going in for a cold. Like if it was yeah. anything more advanced, you know, forget no, it. Forget He's it. like, I like to have sex. So <laughs> my kids don't sleep with me. That's for sure. That's what I love about the East Coasters. They they like to have personality above me. All. I have so a large guy. I like to fuck. Hey, speaking of kids, all right, Rachel Feinstein. Thank you so much. Thank you. I adore you. Everybody, go see her. Uh, what? Give them your information. Where can they? Find okay, you? I'm at Rachel Feinstein dot com. That's my website, and um, I'll have a special coming out soon. I'll put more information about that <gasps> out soon. Tell me about um, that's that. That's going to be called Big Guy. I'm figuring it out the details of it out so i will post on my special when it's out but i'm on my website when it's out but um and uh next i'll be in um milwaukee chicago um where else am i gonna be uh phoenix arizona um i'm gonna be in a lot of places but you can go to my website to to see exactly where but i will be in boston soon yeah I got some where, gigs where did you out. shoot your special? I haven't shot it yet, but okay. it, I should come out in the next couple of months. I'm sort of figuring it out right now, but I just want people to be to go to my website or go to my Instagram, Rachel Feinstein underscore. That is I post so a lot about my exciting. gigs there. I love the process of recording a special is like it's such a nice completion of like, you, you know, you're, you're giving birth to something and you're putting it out in the world. It's a nice cycle. Yeah. I really like creating the hour and then it, I need that goal. And then I do yeah. it. I need somebody to be like, we're doing this. And then I kind of write backwards like that. So, yeah, I'm that's excited. Awesome. I do feel like this hour is. Yeah. And I'm figuring out exactly where it's going to be and all this. Um, that's not me trying to be like coy about it. No, I just don't have the information yet, but um, I will put it up there. So what's your hour about? What are you talking about? Um, a lot about my husband, my new life, which is just being like in this kind of, you know, Staten Island, like foia fighter, whatever <laughs> world. Of, it's just all a lot of like libertarians and Bitcoin and my family, which is complete opposite. So my both of our families are pretty extreme, you know, and we, neither of us are. But I am often in that world now of just I'm always like dressed like a stewardess at some <laughs> like Staten Island, like banquet hall, like some princess hall. I love you know? it. Just try to fit in with all the other women and they're all named Gina and it's intense it's so yeah. funny to me like how how in this country just where you live dictates your entire culture like it is so weird yeah. that Staten Island is its own culture I don't know why that trips me out so much and then Texas is its own culture Every, yes. everything is its own fucking whole deal it's all ecosystem yeah and I don't know if you feel like God this damn. like like even though they're opposite of everything I came from we also I also relate with them in a more intense way too just like the way I relate with comics yeah. in a more intense way because they all have husbands that leave for stretches yeah. and yeah we can give each other weird heads up and stuff like that even though yeah. I feel kind of foul around them and they all because <laughs> these are women that they know the moment pasta is done like they don't have to take it on a little trip across the kitchen like have yeah. somebody else taste it like these bitches run a fucking tight ship yeah, you know yeah. a lot of them are like yeah nurses from Long Island like they're yeah. fucking real stock like I love it you know adults so I definitely feel um kind of like a deep animal around them but also yeah. I relate with them because we have this weird same cocktail of you know problems that we yeah. uh, you know good and bad that we share 
Well, that's huge. It sounds like you've then you found kind of a tribe of yes, of ladies. that. That's but really, huge. and I really need more like comics though, in terms yeah. of moms that live nearby. So and like people that are like <gasps> comics that are just kind of will say anything and won't think that I'm alarming. I know. <laughs> and when <laughs> I say luck. when I say fuck, they don't go. F-bot, like they I correct me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, uh, All right. Well, good luck. I hope you find your mom tribe. Thank you. Uh, I love you so much. Thank you so much for being here. I really do appreciate you coming out early. Rachel Feinstein, everybody. And um, so, oh, send me a, a voicemail. To, send me a voicemail. Leave me a voicemail. <laughs> 213-375-5184. Uh, email me, where my mom's at, at gmail.com. Subscribe to the show so that you don't miss a single episode. I love you. And until next time, stay cool, moms. Bye. Meow. Where my mom's, where my mom's, where my mom's at Where my mom's wearing thongs, hitting bongs at Raising kids, cleaning shits, need a long nap Where my mom's, where my mom's, where my mom's at Where my mom's at podcast With Christina P.